Previously on The Crown, Princess Diana and Prince Charles publicly separated, after which a recording came out of Camilla and Charles talking dirty on the phone from Christmas a few years prior. Now, the public was not too keen on Charles, so he started a PR campaign to highlight all of his charity work, all of his education, and all of his efforts to better England. So, all things considered, he had a pretty good week. Let's see if any of that comes into play. This week on the Lord of Grantham podcast. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition flow inside my DNA. And we're back again. To, to many of our listeners, this may be the last thing you hear from us before the holiday. So happy holidays early to you. And, uh, How's it going, Corey? It's, uh, it's a busy time of the year, Dave. Indeed. You know, I'm all the more grateful that these Crown episodes are really brisk and you can just get through them really fast. There's not too much going on in terms of multiple plot lines or not, the, or, or whatever, They're just straight through shots, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I have a lot on my plate these past couple of days as far as shopping and prepping and this and that, and it's good to sit down to a show where, like, it is so straightforward. There's not much room for a- analysis for sure. on on mid watch. Like it allows for you to just sort of really lean back and let it do its thing, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and same thing with the news and everything else that we watch. There's not too much going on. Uh, what you call it? Demelza from from Poldark was seen filming. Uh, in London for the adaptation of One Day, that that book for for Netflix. It was 27 degrees outside, and she's wearing a black dress. That's negative three degrees Celsius for you and the rest of the world. That's very cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. So that's Daily Mail. They captured her doing that. Uh, the adaptation should come in Netflix next year. If anyone's read the book One Day. It's a, it's a good book up until the ending. It's one of the most... I Actually, I, I chucked the book when I got to the ending of, of that. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, I hated it so much. And I saw the movie, and the movie wasn't that good either. Uh, so, so is this a show, or is this a... It's going to be a show now for, for Netflix. Okay. And she's going to be the, the I guess, the guy in which she's he's cheating on his girlfriend with, maybe, or something. She's the... Okay, Demelza. Yeah. Uh, and then Hugh Bonneville's continued to tell stories on his tour and everything. Um, one interesting one people may find funny is that when they ate salmon on the show, it was actually chicken disguised as salmon because the salmon apparently, you know, it'd be on the set all day and they have all these big sets and it would start to stink and stuff. So they decided to have chicken in there and just kind of, you know, make it look like it was salmon, I guess. Right. Uh, so there you go who knew that's actually an interesting story you know yeah you just, I'll take it you think they're eating nice the whole time but no maybe they weren't but that's all that's going on man it's riveting uh, well, actually, going the into crown, the holiday week there is one thing with the crown that was, Harry and Megan's been going on that's kind of outside of what we talk about here but uh, 
apparently there's there's people on the set of The Crown that are actually upset over the decision to uh, the filming of the the funeral of Princess Diana. Spoiler alert about her, um, but allegedly they're they're going to have Elizabeth Debicki pretend to be dead in the coffin, and uh, it didn't sit right right with a lot of people. Apparently, uh, yeah, everyone on set was uncomfortable during during the shoot. It's a funeral scene based on a real funeral. How can you be uncomfortable? I mean, yes, it can be uncomfortable, but how is it something worth protesting? Yeah. Yeah, because she was made to lie in an open coffin and pretend to be dead. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't... <laughs> I mean... Hey, stop. What do you want me to say? What do you want us to say? There is something strange, too. They said they literally watched her climb into the coffin and then pretend to be dead. It's like, I don't know, maybe look away. Yeah. Uh, Look, I've, I've watched enough Undertaker matches in my time to not get upset at an actor sitting in a coffin. Yeah. They're also footage of them filming the car crash, too, which is, I feel like, almost ghoulish a little bit that they're they're going to have that in there in some form, considering how yeah, recent memory I, that is. Like, I don't think we need to see the crash of the car. We know what happened. Um, I guess, but if you went to see, like, a 9-11 movie and they showed... I don't a recreation of that again. Like, why would you? I mean, I get that they're trying to go but for it. But if you, but I think, you went to see a movie about nine eleven and saw that, would you be upset, or would you say this is just a you know occupational hazard considering what I've signed up for? I would say, did we do we need it? I mean, we know what happens. We don't need to see it. It's okay. the same thing as I mean, think about this. When when the Queen came out in two thousand six, they didn't explicitly show the car crash. They showed like a car driving off into a tunnel. They didn't show what happened. So. There's ways to handle it art, artfully and tastefully. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll I'm see. just sort of of the mindset that we know what we're getting into here. You're just numb. I, I guess I, to me it doesn't... I, I remember it, but I don't remember. I'm, I'm not like triggered by it. So, so you need to see it. You need to see it on the ground. I just don't care if I'm going to see it. It's gonna. I'm sure it'll make okay. me sad when we watch it. But we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. So... Speaking of things that are, 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 are harsh to, to watch, though, it, it starts pretty grisly this week on on The Crown. It's 1917. Yeah, it is. And King George V is in there. Not not the next King George. That that's Queen Elizabeth's mother, but her father. <laughs> Pardon me. It's been a long day. It's the King George before him. The one with the parrot on his shoulder. Yes. And uh, so they they received a letter there. Uh, informing him about his first cousin, yes, uh, Nicholas II. He's the emperor of Russia. Russia. He's a Romanov. Czar, right? He's a czar, and he's asking for help—a ship to come retrieve him to take him to safety. And King George, who has the parrot on his shoulder, he kind of just defers to his wife. Like straight well, the up, prime like, the prime minister has been given this letter and says that that mm. he won't make the call unless the monarchy. Says yes or no. He is waiting up for them to make the call. So then we see King George refer to Queen Mary, right? Mm-hmm. About what to do. And we get an ominous cut. And then we're in war-torn Russia. Yeah. And this is where the Romanovs are. They get word that they're being collected to be taken away. And they think, oh, this is it. And you, you just watching this, you know this is not what they think it is. This is not going to go how they want. And 
Yeah, they they then execute the first cousin uh, of the the king of England, and uh, his whole family. They stab the women and children to death. It's hard to watch. Like full Indeed. stop. History is no fun. Not at all. Um, yeah, that that that's what happened. Uh, the, the, uh, it, was this a good episode or a bad episode? Yeah, that was the whole episode right there. Um, so, anyways, f- jump to the future. They always do this. They do love to do that, where they kind of just drop you in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, f- "Watch this, figure <laughs> it out." Like you know, this is way too old because we don't have Jared Harris or. Or uh, our, our our girl Floyd. This is a generations before them. Well, right. a generation it takes a moment before. To realize like, oh, this is this is a while ago. Okay, nineteen seventeen. Uh, yeah, I mean, even in, in Russia, the Epitiev House, Epitev House. It's like, where? What are we doing here? Anyways, so John Major, he just got back from uh, visiting uh, Russia because yeah. it's the first since they've. Gone. They've changed from being the USSR. They're they're, they're done with. They're the democratic. Space. Yeah. Uh, people love Yeltsin over there. He's he's running the show. And John Major's describing how he's concerned for him because it doesn't seem like he's uh, he's ever sober over there. Well, the Queen is talking a lot about how he's drunk, right? And and mm-hmm. Majors is kind of like he's bombastic. He's very loud. He's you know. Seems like the Queen is much more overtly concerned about his sobriety than Major. Right, but Major also makes the point like, well, I don't know if I saw him sober because uh, I, I I was drunk the whole time too, maybe. I may have been drinking two or three. Some vodkas. Because uh, even the Queen is like, you were there for several days. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> they, they pass it around. Politics I mean, are a little different over there. The average length of life is shorter in Russia because of how heavy drinking is over there. So it's not too shocking. But, anyways, where, where do we go from here? But well, it seems like Boris Yeltsin wants to visit. Yes, he wants to come visit the Queen, and we see, you know, is it this show does what this show does? Where you're immediately putting the pieces together of okay, how's the Queen going to connect this mm-hmm. relationship thing? And well, I, I feel like as before we get too deep into this. I think we can just knock what happened to what Prince Philip's B plot is out because Go ahead. it's related, but it's not exactly hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So we see that Prince Philip is busy. So as Queen Elizabeth is sort of handling these business dealings, we see that Philip has this whole loaded docket of travel planned. And Alaska, Canada, London. You got to check up on all his little kids that he left with him and his boy Mike. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the, the day, kids around the world. He says he only gets tired when he's sitting still. So this guy likes to move. And we see that for the first time, you know, despite earlier in the season, Prince Philip backs Queen Elizabeth up against her own mother when she tries to make this speech. Was this two weeks ago? Yeah, the mm-hmm. horrible year episode. Um, yeah. As this, you know, steadfast and reliable partner and this episode is basically about how he's not and he's emotionally distant and they're not a good couple like it seems mm-hmm. like very contradictory of what we just watched 
But plot wise, just a little bit. <laughs> come, you know, we don't see him go on these trips. We see that he's got this sort of, and, and I thought, and also I mean, we, an interesting. We do, we do see him on TV, and the queen is beaming. She looks happy and pleased to see him on TV. Like she's proud of him. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I do think this kind of parallels last week's situation with Charles having his own Camelot, where. Philip has his own like intellectual circle of people that includes uh, Penny Natchbull, who we met a few weeks ago, who mm-hmm. is his like godson's wife and the one who he got into uh, carriage racing. His, his godson's mother, right? Or so, no, no, think, he, she was the wife, wife of his godson. Yeah, okay. And so, it, yeah. I guess there's there's this whole group of them that they talk and they they talk politics and and science and all of these sort of hobbies that that Philip is mm-hmm. into and Queen Elizabeth kind of puts Tra- uh, Philip on blast saying what are you doing hanging out with this woman yeah and Phil's like you think seriously like this is the thing I'm old right. You're, you're, and you're jumping ahead a little bit, but you just want to I am. go this through is this a, whole thing. is a very straightforward plot. If I'm missing any details that you think we need to touch your base on, please feel free mm-hmm. to stop me. Yeah. It, she just comes in real hot, like, you know, what are people going to think seeing you hanging around this younger woman half your age, just on your lonesome? Come on. And, and I, th- I kind of side with Phil a little bit here where he's just like, she didn't do it. I'm not doing anything wrong. I just need companionship. I need someone to be there because, like, I don't get that from you all the time. I'm a little bit lonely because of you and your lifestyle of being the queen. Yeah, he's like, I'm curious. I always want to know and learn and, and grow. And you've seen my hobbies change over the years. And I still got hobbies and I want to do them with these people. What, are you, what What's so wrong with this? Yeah. And he and he kind of goes over the same thing of like I've had to give up so much to be your husband. We've heard this a million times, and then like the whole whole spiel about like you know the religions and stuff like that, uh, how he had to convert to hers, but which is awfully convenient because like, we haven't heard that one come up in a while, and it only comes up in the one where he's Russian Orthodox is a big piece of the story. <laughs> yeah, but he's like. You should meet her. You know what? Maybe this will change things. Just come on, befriend her. It'll, it won't look awkward anymore. You'll you'll be on the same page. Just just hear me out. She knows a thing or two about our family history. Yeah, yeah. So we see the the queen meets Penny when at, at a stable mm-hmm. of sorts, and they talk a lot about their life and I think pretty quickly Penny puts out this uh dispels any rumors that might be afloat in in Elizabeth's mind where she's like I'm dedicated to my husband I'm dedicated to my family I'm dedicated to my duty I'm mm-hmm. just here you know I can never leave this place because this is where my daughter is buried and yeah I think you need to get get your suspicions out of your head yeah nothing's happening there and I think, honestly, Dave, you called this a B-plot. I think this is actually the A-plot of the episode. You think this is the A-plot and the Russia stuff I mean, is the, the way the episode ends, it's pretty much it ends on the, this whole story here. Because, so, the Queen has Penny uh, go to church with her. Um, you know, they interact with the public. People see them two together. So, they're, they're on the same page. 
And uh, yeah, at the end, you know, it's like the queen is looking at was it she she, uh, she talks to John Major again, and she's like, yeah, "I've been married forty six years. You've been married twenty four. How are you making it work?" And he's like, "I don't know, but I'll tell you the story uh, about someone else. Um, I forget who uh, Dolshetsky and his wife Anna. They have opposing views, but they never tried to change each other, which enabled them to live in harmony." And she seems we see her t- kind of taking it to heart. And the final moments of the episode are her just looking at Phil approvingly. And that, that, that's how they end the episode there. Great. <laughs> I felt like it's, I think that's the A plot. <laughs> it took a long time to get to that. It took, what, five seasons to get to this of, of the two? I think they already already gotten here. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. I think they've kind of we've run we've out been of, over this. They've run out of road with the, with the plot line between Phil and the Queen, so they're kind of just rehashing stuff. Like... If they really wanted to tease out any drama between Penny and Phil, at least have the Queen acknowledge it before this episode. It seems to come out of nowhere when she's accusing him of like sneaking off with her all the time when we've only had that one episode earlier. And then the Queen doesn't really make any reference to it or acknowledge it at all in between. Um, yeah, I guess that's doesn't... one of the, the downsides of having the season be so disjointed episode by episode. Yeah, I mean, to that point, the whole stuff with Dodie and, and everything... Did we need that at episode three? That could have literally been inserted at any point this season. I feel like we've kind of like moved on for that. I'm sure Dodie's going to come back before the end of the season, but it's so, I don't know, fractured in terms of the the narrative there. Um, and so like this thing that they arrive at where there's just kind of like a civil union between the two of them, I think we had already kind of, that was the whole crux of season two. That's, that's how they, I feel like they, where they arrive at is like, he's going to support her, He's not going to run around anymore, and she supports him. Like it's very much how it's been. And we've seen time and time again that Philip has these sort of crises that have him go on these deep dives of hobbies, where mm-hmm. you know he's obsessed with the astronauts when they come around, and he has such a difficult time giving up polo because of his age. That yeah. You know, this is all like treaded territory, but I think they just need to shoehorn it into this um, Yeltsin and um, the Romanovs. Yeah. And, and so back to the Yeltsin and, uh, side of things. He comes to visit. And, and as as they do, it's a big hoot, hoot to do about him, you know, kind of making jokes in Russian with his friends about the size of their palace and stuff and you know, trying trying to make a good impression, but obviously, kind of thinking he's maybe above it, or like this is all just kind of you know a joke. So somewhat, you know, it's kind of funny to him. Yeah, but the, and and this is after, of course, the queen tells him that he's she's disappointed in the fact that his uh, he personally signed off on the demolition of of Iptiev House, Ipatiev House, mm-hmm. and she feels like she could come to Russia if the Romanovs are given a proper funeral. And we also see that in the moment, in the flashback, when the Romanovs are killed, they're killed for being like loyal to this to England. Well, no, just because they're a, family. Not even being loyal, they're, they're family to, yeah, to yeah. the king. Yeah, They're related. And so this is Philip, Prince Philip's like great aunt, I believe, is is the Rome, um, t- mm-hmm. one of the, the, the matriarch... The Tsarina, Alexandria, I believe, is directly related to Philip. So, you know, we see that Yeltsin is kind of like, 
a little tiffed because, you know, you invited him into your house and he's Mm -hmm. this progressive leader of this new regime and you're digging up skeletons from his past that he said were direct orders put upon him and he was just doing his job and now he's a little annoyed by this and, and running his mouth as we know he's a bit of a boorish man. So, uh, that does lead to them making an attempt to unearth the Romanovs. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they make pretty quick progress. Yeah, they, they dig up the bodies and they need to uh, cross-reference if it's indeed who they, who they believe they, they are. And we get a scene where uh, Amel Stanton, as the queen, enunciates DNA uh, <laughs> as if it's like a foreign word to her. Um, so... She's like, if we can, you know, corroborate their DNA with one of our family members, we could confirm that it is who they are. We just need to check on the DNA with someone. Yeah, and they got to go to they go to Russia, and I feel like there's this, you know, situation where the queen is in Russia. She is now mm-hmm. there. Yeltsin has gotten his way, but the funeral is delayed because the state will not bury the Romanovs. Without DNA proof. Yeah. And they're still waiting on one of the family members. And the queen is like, this is Yeltsin playing with us. He's jerking our chain because he's here. And now we need to leave. And we're not going to be able to get this funeral because of this snag and the DNA. Right. Well, they're able to identify some of the bodies. Because I think you jumped ahead a little bit. They, the yeah, person they, they go there's to only one that they can't. It's Prince Phil is who they go to to identify. Yeah, him. yeah. Uh, and they have a whole conversation there uh, where he, he knows, like, oh, you identify through my, mitochondria. And she's like, how do you know that? And he just says, read. Which really <laughs> underscores how there is a chasm between the two of them. That They have just different interests Different hobbies. Oh, wow. But it also seems like yeah. Philip's hobbies are fleeting. A little bit. Like, He's the a, queen he, makes a point to say that he got super into his Russian Orthodox background when this became popular. He's kind of a like a trend hopper. Right. He's the kind of guy where you buy them a gift for Christmas and it's tied to their hobby. And they're like, eh, I've already moved on from that. It's like, what? <laughs> I thought you were all about that. Um, but Prince Phil, uh, what is it? He, she, she says, like, you'll need to help out. And he's like, how? What do you need from me? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, you wouldn't think to ask that, which is him getting perturbed over this, which, I mean, come on, Phil. You already know it's mitochondria. They need to take some blood or something, dude. It's not like <laughs> she's, like, hiding from you something like a big ask, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, so they use it to identify all but two bodies, and then, as you said, they get over there, and she feels like there's some kind of ploy here that, you know, they haven't identified the last two because they're trying to hold out for something. But we do see when they're in Russia, Philip is sort of... On his own, doing yeah, his own thing, reconnecting with his own church, with his old background. And mm-hmm. this is, I think, Elizabeth feels particularly isolated in this moment, which leads to a real discussion between the two of them about a disenchantment. I and mean, I know we've already kind of talked about the fact that they reach a mutual agreement at the end of the episode, but yeah, it is a... It is a real issue where Philip is like, I'm just doing me. And I feel like this is similar to Charles mm-hmm. last week where it's like in the face of of forced adversity, he's like, I'm a human with hobbies and a life. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. 
and and that's where it comes up, you know, the whole Penny situation. He's like, you know, maybe you should talk to her. She may know a thing or two about this uh, family situation that you don't. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, it may not be as, like, hands clean as you think. And so that's what kind of maybe sparks her to, to meeting up with Penny, even though, like, you know, she knows she should try and make an effort to normalize whatever this relationship is between Phil and her. Um, so, yeah, P- Penny shares with her her theories on what happened there, which is that there was a rivalry between um, Nicholas's uh, wife, uh, the Romanov there with Ale- uh, was it? no, his wife was Alexandra, uh, who rejected the king. And so the wife there was spiteful towards her because she felt like she was uh, a queen Mary left over. Yeah, she thought she was like second helping. She wasn't. She was not the prime thing that she wanted. So she was the reason why she may have rejected saving this family. This is a very true crime podcast moment of this episode. Yeah, she's like, these uh, are my theories based on my books, and she comes out with a stack of books, and the queen's like, uh, uh-uh. let me give you a little bit of information. There's she even no, has like, her own hidden room inside the library too, which is not of course they're opens, rich like people, the, <laughs> secret yeah. doorways, of course. Yep. Uh, but yeah, as you said, the queen's like, no, I know what really happened because I'm actually in the family. You're not. <laughs> uh, and the truth was that the because we were at war with the Germany, they want to not have looked kindly at us taking in Russians, even if they were a family. Simple. Yeah. And I feel and like this y- is a, a strange plot point to have as a sort of rift between the, sort, the penny... Because I feel like Penny mm. represents this sort of, uh, you know, gathering of the minds that Prince Philip is is in charge of, yeah. and for Elizabeth to like so swiftly shoot it down and say you're wrong, mm-hmm. this thing that you guys are sitting around talking about is incorrect. It, it, it kind just, of dismisses this whole group as as sort of book booky when they're without knowing the actual information. Right, and and so she's like. You know, just because I don't show emotion doesn't mean we don't feel it. It's just part of our job. <laughs> so quit, you know, fussing over what we do and what we don't do. You don't know what's going on here. Exactly. By the way, you want to go to church? Let's go to church. Let's go. Let's go pray. But but I mean, it's, that it, that does like lead to the moment where like Penny's like, I got lost in books because I lost my kid and stuff. And we see the queen actually crying over it, which is kind of funny. As much as she said, like, we can't show emotion, that actually gets through to her. It actually touches her. We see it in a rare moment. Good. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, that I think it's pretty much the whole episode there. They it did is. eventually identify the last two bodies. I think John Major comes back at the end to say, like, yeah, they did it. News, like, the they did it after they left. They're like, you got to go back to Russia. Mm hmm. They were Romanovs. Who knew? And it's like, all right, off we go. See you next this week was, on The Crown. Yeah, this was a weak episode of The Crown, I have oh, to say. Yeah. Like, filler in, in a lot of ways. Um, not to discredit, like, the opening. It was pretty harrowing seeing them execute this family and stuff. That was tough. Uh, but, again, this is just a retread of topics we've been over several times. It doesn't seem like there's enough buildup here with the Penny... Uh, Phil situation. Yep. Feels like Cliff Notes version of the show. Indeed. Yeah, I agree. Not great. Kind of boring. 
and, and just boring because we've done this. That's that's the thing. It, it's not because it's like it's not well, uh, like it is well acted. They do everything, but it's just they got nowhere else to go. It seems like sometimes here. Yeah, like maybe they don't need all these season, all these episodes in the season. Maybe just condense. Or I mean, make or lie more. Give, yeah, or or just like flesh out like the Penny and Phil relationship to, to show the Queen angle rather than just this week. She's like, I know what you're doing. It's like that come out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't think she thought anything of it. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Yeah, or um, maybe have Elizabeth take a little less of a pointed stance because she comes off as kind of villainous, being like, "You can't be seen with her." Everyone will think. Have her like curiously say to Philip, "Hey, one of my people told me you're around your, you know, godson's wife a lot, and yeah. we're two old people, like." What's going on? Yeah. Don't make it an attack. Make it a conversation. Especially because we know it's pretty, you know, I'm 90% sure it's a fictionalized conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why don't we just get to the power rankings? Sure. Uh, Dave, who's going down? I got Penny at number three. Because she kind of okay. is, is this unwilling chess piece in this relationship of Elizabeth and Philip. Kind of, okay. you know... She doesn't have any intentions of, of, of anything and she's just there. And then we see that her bookworm tendencies get proven wrong by the queen who's seemingly just like immediately there to tell her she's wrong. Yeah. So she got to go to church with the queen. Like okay. it's got to be the most boring Sunday of all time. All right. Well, number three, I got Prince Phil going down. This is a guy who reminds us how much he sacrificed and he still gets dumped on by his wife. Um, you know, he still gets to live his life, but he really does remind us like, man, I had to give up a lot, you know, and now you're coming to me with this. Just accept that, you know, Penny's part of my life. He's having to, you know, come, come you know, just get along with his wife right now. So not the, it's, it's an okay week for Phil, but not as, not, not a great one. Okay. Well, number two going down, I got, uh, Queen Mary because she had to make the call. Not a good call to make. That you can't bring family home. Yeah. Well, I got the Romanovs at number two. I got the Romanovs at number one. They get killed. Yeah. Well, I got King George at number one. Because this guy just doesn't do anything. He's a lame duck. Passes the passes the buck to his wife. I mean, he's got Parrot. He's got that going for him. Parrot named yeah. Charlotte. He's got a Parrot and some Africa. style. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty much it's a toss-up. The Romanovs and the royalty who had to make the decision... All pretty pretty down. Great. Well, not great, but... Yeah. So who's going up? I got Yeltsin at number three. I got Yeltsin at number three, too. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The guy just got some power, and the first thing he asked for is, I want to see the queen. I want to hang out with the queen. I like this guy. I like the cut of his jib. Russia is going to be a wonderful democracy. Mm-hmm. Flawless democracy going forward. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. Well, number two, I got Queen Elizabeth going up. So do I. Because it's just a, a matter of, you know, her knowing what's up without people trying to tell her what's going on. She, she yeah, runs the and, show. And I think she has some big stones talking mm-hmm. to the the Russian president so curtly and, and truthfully. Yeah. About her family. She care. She's the queen. We don't really see her ruffle feathers. No. So, 
all the more power to her. All hail the queen. And I think at number one, we got a split here. You got Phil at number one. I got Phil at number one. Well, I got Penny at number one. Okay. I think last week so was about Char- Charles getting his Phil yeah, and we, Penny on our our, on our negative list. You have, yeah. Well, I think Philip. If last week was about Charles find a, finding his groove and mm-hmm. finding a purpose, this is Philip telling his wife saying, "I've had a purpose this whole time. I'm doing me. Leave me alone. Stay out of my business. This girl. I'm not doing anything with this young girl. I'm just going on horseback rides. Leave yeah. me alone. And by the way." This is my culture you're talking about, Russia. I love my culture. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Penny, I, I think she has a great week because, A, she gets to see out in public with the queen. That's a huge honor, and she gets a whole bunch of respect that, you know, going her way that she wouldn't have otherwise. And then she also gets to do the thing where she, uh, you know, t- just gives out her fan theory. You know, essentially to like a, a member of the family. You know, how many people get to say like it's like someone going up to George R. R. Martin saying like I think this is going to happen with the characters, and then be told no. <laughs> but that's like it's like an episode of she, Only Murders in the Building or something like that. Here, yeah, here's where I stand on, on this. Yeah. So I mean, for her, I don't see anything negative. I mean, her going to church with her. I mean, they're going to church either way. It doesn't matter. So for her, that's a great Sunday. Are you kidding me? Who's I don't know if she's going to church. She says she just like, speaks to my stance on church. All the time. Yeah. But, I mean, she's found a way forward after the death of her child, so there's that. Yeah, sure. That's this week on The Crown. <laughs> on See you later. Week. See you next time. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you been watching anything else? Uh, it's been a pretty busy week. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Christmassy stuff. I watched a few Christmas movies. Um, oh, yeah? I I watched The Holiday. Have you ever seen this one? That one has escaped me. I have not, actually. Nancy Myers, uh, Jack Black, yeah. Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and who's the fourth? Cameron Diaz? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like it that much. I, I okay. like a romantic... So I, And I'll tell you what I didn't like about it. Because mm-hmm. I know this is kind of to our target demo, r- romantic movies. I thought the romances were pretty good. But... Yeah. It's called The Holiday, and it's about these two people that house swap for two weeks between Christmas, like December to before New Year's. Uh-huh. And they skip over Christmas. Really? Like, there's no, like, and today on Christmas, I was are alone just, and bored. Are they trying to offend people and not offend people by skipping over? I don't know, because, um, what's her name? Cameron Diaz is at Jude Law's house on, like, Christmas Eve, and then they're like, okay, what's going to happen on Christmas? And then before you know it, it's like, I'm leaving in two days, and it's New Year's. Like, where's Christmas? Like, I understand the phrase, the holiday means the vacation. It's not the holiday. But why is it set at Christmas if that's the case? Mysteries of the world, man. Mysteries of the world. If you're a fan of the holiday, please check in with me about this because... I want to watch it. I I didn't dislike the movie. I thought it was a very cute movie. Good uh, good leads. A little hollow at points. Yeah, it's a movie I don't think... As far as I know with people in my life, it wasn't beloved when it came out, but the lack of holiday and Christmas movies that have come out in recent years that are any good, I think has kind of embellished its reputation. <laughs> like, you know, people are like, oh, this is great. And I think um, I think it was a sleeper DVD hit for yeah, our generation. Like For sure. An easy, oh, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, there's something for everybody. You know, Kate Winslet, pick it up. Yep. Put it in the... In the the pile of Christmas movies, and and then I think repetition that made its way into the, the yeah, the canon list. What about you? Yeah. Anything good you've been watching? 
Singles Inferno is back on Netflix. I'm all in. It's uh, the Korean Ooh. dating show. <laughs> it's a it's a South Korean j- dating show where they have a group of singles on an island, and they have to uh, anonymously kind of reveal who they'd like to go to paradise with. And so they go off to a hotel for a night to kind of they they don't know their profession or age, uh, and that only gets revealed when they go to the hotel with the other person. Um, but uh. Yeah, the people who don't go to the hotel, they stay in the Inferno, which is the island, and then they just hang out. But it's one of the most low-stakes dating show I've ever I've ever seen. Where I don't think anyone actually intends to actually stay with anyone after the show. It's more so just seeing who you you pair off and have good chemistry with. Uh, okay. But it's it's uh, I watch it because they have a panel that watches this, and I, I wish that every dating show had this. There's literally a, a panel of like four like pseudo celebrities over there just commentating on it the whole time and going like oh and something happens and that makes the show that that's what it's all about that's interesting <laughs> i might check that out yeah the first season it's good until it just kind of just peters out i'm hoping i'm hoping for good stuff this year all right but yeah that, that's all i've been watching this is like a record short episode <laughs> I mean, they really didn't give us much to work with this week on The Crown. Well, People, if you want us to talk more about this episode and, or dig up more, we'll go back. We didn't. Oh, we didn't talk about what was real and what wasn't. Yeah, what's real and what wasn't? Tell me. <laughs> okay. Penny was Before we real. sign off. Um, so apparently, like, Nicholas, the first cousin of King George, they did look, like, borderline identical. If you see a photo of the two of them, it's unmistakable that they're related. They, they look so much, so similar. Um, so the big difference was... Here they kind of wave off uh, saving the family over the course of a morning, it seems like. It was actually drug out for several weeks. They, they deliberated about this, and it was as the Queen said. It was because they're a Russian family, and it would not go over well with people. The optics of it, especially during a war, may not be received well. Um, the theory that the that Penny floated about there being a rivalry or, or anything like that seems to be something just kind of brainstormed by, by the show. It doesn't seemed like that was actually a popular theory or much evidence of that being a thing out there. Okay. <laughs> so nice job, Penny. You made it up. Um, and then the whole thing about the DNA sample from Prince Phil, it happened, but not until 2007. Oh, so really? So completely <laughs> removed from the events of this episode just to have a little spiteful conversation between uh, Elizabeth and Phil. Great. There you go. Anyways, that's this week on The Crown. <laughs> we are going to talk more about singles, uh, well, not singles, uh, Love is Blind Season 3 uh, on our Patreon on right Patreon. now for people who care, which I, I don't know how many are, but we're going to talk about it. That's um, right. But you can always get that by signing up for our Patreon, or, along with previous episodes, past episodes. And, of course, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up at lordsgrantham at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you so choose on any platform in which you listen to us. And we'll catch you next time on the pod. Oh, keep your eye on your feeds this weekend. You might find a little holiday treat if we have time for it. Okay. <laughs>